My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about masculine-feminine balance. I'm talking to Sophie Morris. She's a business psychology and people operations consultant and also still working in the corporate world, kind of transitioning to following her calling. So I'm excited to talk to her about that process because I know many of you out there are dealing with something similar. And a lot of times when we're in a situation like that, um, whether we're just called to more or we're deeply unhappy, there's usually something in, in our situation to learn from. And I think Sophia has learned some really cool things about Basque, uh, excuse me, balancing her masculine energy with her feminine energy as she studies intuition and explores her spirituality more. So this has led her into following her calling. Um, I welcome Sophie. It's really exciting to talk to you. And my first guest from Wales, by the way. <laughs> Yay! Thank you so much, Molly, for having me. I am thrilled to be your first Welsh guest, and I am honored to be on your show. It's fantastic. Awesome. Well, welcome, welcome. So first, why don't you let us know what you do as a business psychology and people operations consultant? Yeah, for sure. So I started my consultancy about two, three years ago. And the primary mission for that, I guess, has been born out of my experiences of seeing things done really well and seeing things be done really badly. And uh, I qualified as a business psychologist in 2018 it's always been my passion I I don't know if that was actually an early calling um because I knew very early on that I had passion for business I had passion for people and then I found out about this thing called business psychology or organizational psychology it's also known as and um, I found out that that was a thing so that's what I spent my career trying to, to build that career um and what we do within my consultancy now is, as I say, take all those experiences of good and the bad and the ugly and help founders, help entrepreneurs, help business leaders within the corporate world to truly unleash the power of their people. Because I genuinely believe that people are the greatest asset that a business has. And sometimes that's forgotten. So through the psychological tools and through the people operations best practice, I'll support them to, as I say, unleash that power and empower that workforce so that both the business and the people can thrive. I love it. And you began in more learning and development stuff, yeah. right? Or maybe you're still doing that. So yeah. that's really interesting that from the get-go, you're you're looking at how to make uh, people better, how to give them the tools to um, to achieve and, and create better things as a team. So can you share how that sort of led into saying, hey, well, I think I'm going to hop off over here and do even more and yeah. serve in a different way? For sure. Yeah. So I actually started in a recruitment role. Uh, so that the reason why I went into recruitment was I was just about to do my master's. And I thought, actually, before I do that, I want to make sure that I've got real world application and practice that, that I can apply this learning to. Um, 
And I started then as a recruitment consultant because I thought that would be a great way to empower those people, find them the jobs that they want that makes going to work fun. And then also for the business to have success by hiring the right skill set. And within that role, you would go on this three-day residential program, which is in this gorgeous manor house in the the countryside of, of England. And that's where I just fell in love with training. And I came back to my recruitment desk and I said to my manager, which probably wasn't a good thing at the time, but I said, I am going to join that learning and development team. Um, and he'd say, OK, but can you you know, be a recruiter for a little while longer? first?" So I thought, well, yeah, because I said I can't train anyone if I don't know what I'm doing myself yet. So I made it my mission to understand what a good recruiter looked like. And then I did two years later move into that learning and development team. And then there's so much within learning development often feels and it is branded as being a a little part of a bigger HR pie and to me in my experience it's so much more than that and so I spent a lot of time in my career developing people being their safe space that they can go talk to in terms of that like psychological safety element and it does encompass then everything because you start to think about performance reviews and how that links to their learning or what does that mean for career progression um, and all the other elements. So now that's why I branched out because I started to do more work with more clients around the bigger picture of people operations to incorporate that hiring, incorporate that performance management, that motivation, that leadership development. And I think you can't really have one without them all. So I wanted to support across the whole the whole scope. I love it. And and what's your favorite part of that? Is that um, serving the individuals and helping them have like be happier in their careers? Or is it watching the team kind of work better? A little bit of both? What's what would you say is like, oh, yeah, that's Everything. my favorite part. <laughs> I love it all. I genuinely love it all. Um, but I will answer your question. I think for me, the people bit is always the the fantastic bit, because that's the bit where you really see the, the difference. And it hurts my heart so much even before I started my consultancy, when I would see people sad in their jobs or hating their jobs or living for the weekend. And that is quite a lot of people within the population. And that is the thing that I think I felt called to change because what a waste. There's there's roles out there for everyone. And I see people in jobs that aren't necessarily suited to them. And I wish that they could have, you know, the oomph and desire to, to move into something that's more aligned. And I've not been afraid in coaching with people that I've worked with to say, you know, even if we're just doing a training session on something and I get that feeling, I don't think they're very happy. I'll say, are you sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> and I try and do it in a way that doesn't feel threatening or, you know, make them feel bad, but just make them think, well, is it? Because I think life is too precious to spend it in a role that you don't enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as far as the corporate cultures, do you also help with that in terms mm, of, yes, you know, the sure. driving work environment, you know, and not encouraging breaks or not encouraging, yeah. you know, even days where you just connect as a team and, and, yeah. and make friendships? Because I know when I was in the corporate world, there was very little time for that. Mm. So you, you're basically trying to cooperate with a lot of strangers with very different personalities and stories. And it's, it can be very confusing. We've all Absolutely. seen the Absolutely. you know the office movies and shows <laughs> and it's just like it's kind of like that but sometimes yeah. it's kind of dark you know so, so, yeah yeah absolutely yeah the culture's a huge huge piece and I was watching uh, a webinar actually recently with Stephen Bartlett 
um, one of the entrepreneurs we have in, in the UK, but he's, well, he's huge now. But um, he was saying how in his businesses, he noticed that he was building a certain culture, but each team had its own mini cultures as well. So one team could be really happy and one would be, you know, quite conflicting and stuff. And you do get, you you want to set up very early on. And I work with clients to map out what, what culture do you want? What are you trying to achieve? Who have we got in the business? Because it's easier to build that culture when you're small and define what that looks like and then start to bring people in that match that culture rather than trying to change it when you've got this mix of people that may or may not be suited. But culture is so, so huge. And for all of the bad things of COVID, for sure, the good things that I think have come out of that are the changes from what you've just described there from the corporate world before which still very much exists in you know many companies but there is this shift more now I think to that kind of flexible hybrid approach and the let's pull up some chairs and let's not even have a table and let's think about this and there is this you know I don't know what the word is but it's much more progressive and much more communicative that's not a word is it it's much more (laughs) engaging Um, and I think that's a brilliant thing Yeah, absolutely. Like, let's be people and not always just business people going into a business meeting. I think that's, that's important. And humanity gets missed, I think, sometimes. So, so you mentioned that you are, you know, currently exploring your intuition and spirituality more. Mm. How much did that lead you towards this work or encourage you to keep going towards this work? Because so many times when we open up to our spiritual systems, we feel that yes in a certain direction that's a calling or a way to serve at a higher level that's not just a nine to five job sometimes it is and then we're doing stuff outside of that but for you there's a bigger purpose there so can you share what you've been doing what you've been up to um, as far as exploring your spirituality and intuition yeah absolutely so I think I've been guided a lot longer than I know I as I said, when I was in school, even this whole thing about business and people, and then going into university and realizing there's an actual thing called business psychology that that I don't know where that came from. So I feel like there's always been something within me. But in the last, I'd say since 2021, really, um, or maybe even 2020, when the pandemic began, and we had a little bit more time at home, and I started to do more online things it's where I really started to open up that kind of spirituality. And I remember where it happened. I was on a course and there was this fantastic lady called Kylie and she's in South Africa and she does all sorts of fantastic things around your intuition and spirituality and human design. And I was like, what is this? I have to know more. And uh, I took more of her courses and I had coaching with her and I learned about my human design. And honestly, I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing now without it because I've always been climbing that corporate ladder. I've had multiple people in my lives tell me before. Um, well, that was a little thing then, wasn't it? Me saying lives. Yes, I it was. I noticed lives. That. No, I mean, people in my life, but who knows in my past yeah. lives as well. Um, that. <laughs> um, the people in my life saying, you should have your own business. And I was like, no, no interest in it. There's no stability, this, that, and the other. Like I was completely close off to it. And then something just changed. And I attended these webinars and things that I think, I don't know even why I was signing up to them, but I was just called to and I went with it. And now reflecting on that, I'm like, I, I was meant to be on that webinar because that told me this and that opened this. And then it's just been a, a journey from there. And I, 
been taught recently in this fantastic manifestation course that I'm on that you only need to take the next step and you don't need to worry about the whole journey. And I can see that now looking back, but when you're in it, especially with business now, <laughs> you know, setting up this consultancy, I'm very much that person from my corporate that's making lists and thinking I need to do this, 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 and when's that going to land? But I'm trying my best to think <laughs> and, you know, let it be and know that I will listen out and give myself space for those downloads to come in. So then I know which action to take. But yeah, I think without the the spiritual journey and the things that I've learned, particularly around my human design, I wouldn't have necessarily noticed the things that I have and or had the courage to go for it. I love it. Well, and it's really cool because you mentioned your human design and I'm not sure if you're a full layout and I know yeah. teeny teeny tiny bit it's like almost like with astrology I know my, yeah. my sun sign <laughs> yeah, I know the one little bit but because I, I kept hearing people talk about it and I'm I'm a bit old yeah. school I started you know doing this stuff in the 90s and hum I never heard the term human design but recently talking to people all over the world it's gotten mm. pretty popular and I think it's really cool how it brings together several different systems to help with this kind of understanding of self so yeah. I'm a sacral you know a generator sacral Same. six two I think so yeah <laughs> we if we don't if it's not that sacral yes it's going to be difficult yeah. it's going to be an uphill battle yeah we have to to honor yeah and i'm a hermit too and uh, once again confirmed so yeah we build our businesses and our lives around those those pieces um, that yeah. are so important to us so so how can can you ex can you share a little bit about before you discovered that mm. how you would push with the masculine Oh yeah, um, which is so typical with anybody that's driven in the corporate world. It's like got to make it, got to get done, got to get done. So, uh, when how did you notice that and start shifting it around and saying yes, uh, that that full chakra yes or sacred yeah. chakra yes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That yes, I think is the game changer for us as generators. And learning that thing alone, my decision making is awful. <laughs> so um, no, knowing that I have become a much better decision maker for big things in particular in my life that I just know if it doesn't feel like a full bodied yes, I now know it's not a yes. <laughs> I don't need to know what, what else the feeling is. If it's not that, it's a no. And that is so freeing. And so Oh, just it's just gorgeous feeling to know, right, okay, I'm going to trust that feeling there. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't had that until I obviously learned about it. And so previously, I think in the corporate world, and this is my experience of it, it's incredibly masculine energy, and it has shaped the person that I am today. And now I'm trying to, well, first of all, I've got awareness of that, thanks to my human design now. But I'm trying to unpick those years of conditioning that I've had, which I think is another thing I'd like to do within my business, which is bring in human design. Like how cool if we could bring human design into hiring processes, or if we could bring that in, that masculine and feminine energy into the workplace so that both are equally respected because I don't think they are. Um, and I don't think they're even aware of them, most people, because I wasn't. And I trailblazed my way through my career knowing and feeling like it was the right thing to do at the time and that experience is I'm so grateful for it because I wouldn't be able to do the things that I'm doing now without it but equally it's meant that I can't be in flow very much I really struggle to stop um even today you know I've got a list in the morning and I'm thinking okay I've got to spare two minutes here what can I get done in that time and I was actually having a session with myself on the weekend thinking about 
I'm going to have a little bit of meditative time because I have to schedule these things in <laughs> because that's what my masculine's making me do. But I think, well, that's fine. We'll, we'll get there. So I'm scheduling that in for myself. And I had this, this download that was saying, if you don't give your time, yourself the time to stop, you're not going to be creative. I can't share these downloads with you. These things that are going to take your business and your life to the next level to help and serve other people, you're going to miss it because I'm just constantly focused on, you know, do, do, do all of the time. So there's definitely pros to that masculine energy. And I'm so grateful that I have it because it means that I get stuff done and, you know, I take that action. But I am really trying at the moment to, to really be in that feminine flow and encourage others as well, you know, men and women that I'm working with and supporting that it doesn't mean you have to have masculine energy when you're a man or this or that, you know, it's we all have both and we're really looking for the balance. Absolutely, absolutely. And and you made a great point about how in, in the corporate world or most nine to five worlds, I as a highly sensitive intuitive, I felt completely invisible. <laughs> and mm. yet, yet I'd be in the back corner solving all these problems and yeah. making things go smoothly, like on the download, because if yeah. I told them what I was doing, it was against policy. But it was like, you know, we're, I'm making it happen because this stuff is broken and you won't listen to me. Yeah, and it, it's very frustrating. I think if if that was taken into account, I might have I might have considered staying or I might have considered, you know, a different, different flow. And I certainly wondered at the time, maybe I should come in and bring some of this intuition <laughs> to the corporate world. I know so here, you're doing it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But you do feel scared to do that, don't you? Because you mm -hmm. think people are going to be like, oh, what are they on about now? But again, in this course that I'm doing at the moment, they're saying, you know, ma manifestation and intuition and all these fantastic things that we have inbuilt within us have kind of been pushed to one side by people that, you know, maybe don't want us to use these great tools that we have. So I think let's be the trailblazers that bring them back. That's right. Absolutely. We're discovering an old technology and making yeah. it new. That's absolutely right. So I, I pulled a few cards for you to, to help give you some inspiration on the path Thank of surrender. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I need that. That All is right. a challenge. <laughs> okay, let's check it out. So so definitely balance and and kind of when you feel like um, you're you're in a series of lessons or you're in a series of incubations um, oh. that can be challenging for you like when you get that new um, idea or that new goal and then it's like okay we need to sit on a little bit I feel like you may get a bit of spiritual urgency or just urgency in general to to create it yeah and um, and again in that masculine way make it happen make it happen make it happen um, but you know that you're not happy like that so striking a balance with that while you're still is very important okay. and you're coming out of a time of really seeing the beauty in your journey and you're actually coming into a time of seeing yourself as a true like light worker in the world someone who's come to make the world a better place for people and it's just about getting grounded in that and kind of settling in for the long haul that that's just what you're doing in your own way and this is and you're settling into your niche and, and your groove um but definitely um uh, let me see what's coming up here about as far as yes okay so defining it for yourself or you know making sure you're on track there's a lot of busyness in the mind so the more you can do to quiet your mind the, it's going to be the best medicine for you so do you know what i'm i'm speaking of yeah mm -hmm. <laughs> this is all making a lot of sense to me that is fantastic the, yeah there's a lot of greatness in there for me good yeah it's all the what ifs and should i and what if this yeah. da, 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 da. and it's just all of that is your your inner computer system system, your intellect, I like to call it as the the ego's 
mind processes, just trying to figure out if you're safe, if it's okay to go ahead with this. It also likes to feel proud and in charge. And so the more we can recognize that for what it is, the more yeah. we can relax and surrender into the flow. That's like, okay, you gave me the download, something's happening, I'm prepared for it. <laughs> um, and I've got confidence in that. So that's what's gonna strengthen this, this journey for you is just to have confidence in okay. the fact that you can handle whatever comes your way. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned your lives <laughs> because <laughs> this the biggest obstacle is a soul retrieval process of being able to shine your light uh, unapologetically and to be seen for this kind of difference that you're that you're showing up in, as in the world. So okay. can you tell me a little bit about that? Like, how was that an obstacle for you? Did you used to want to blend in or just be? I get the accolades in the corporate world and now you're doing something a little woo and bringing it in there there feels like a, a hiding there and the more you stand up and talk about it the more you feel confident and pull your soul back to yourself wow i've actually got goosebumps that you just said that <laughs> because <laughs> oh uh on the weekend i was literally having a, a gorgeous conversation in one of those like deep and meaningful conversations and I wrote notes in my phone. I've been making notes every day about things that are popping up that I'm getting awareness of and, and things I'm thinking about. And I literally wrote down, you're going to laugh at this, be unapologetic with, yeah, literally, um, be unapologetic with what you know and what you are here to do. I cannot believe you just said that because <laughs> that is crazy. But yeah, 100%. I think I've always been, do you know what? I remember in that Cotswolds Manor House that I mentioned right at the start of this conversation I was sharing things and I was sharing the right answers and people weren't listening to me and I always used to joke that that's why I then became the trainer at the time because I thought well you have to listen to me if I'm at the front of the room um and I think yeah I've always wanted to avoid conflict I've always wanted to I think yeah fit in but known deep down that something feels different but being scared of that like should I should I explore that or should I try and fit with the status quo? You know, even if it was just having my hair done like the other girls at school did or, you know, wearing outfits like the girls at work would or I don't know, silly little things. But literally this past year, for sure, I've been thinking about, well, what is different? What are my what am I offering? What am I bringing to the world and what am I trying to you know help people with? that's going to really change the game for them. And I've seen these fantastic, you know, people that I'm following that are just being unapologetically themselves. And that's how I'm going to show up. And you've just reinforced that for me. I love it. Very good. Well, the biggest thing is, um, you know, you're definitely so good at seeing through illusions. And it's just about knowing that you're going to see some, like get, getting comfortable with the, like I, I mentioned the dark side, you know, the dark side mm -hmm. of the ego that shows up in that corporate space. It shows up everywhere, but yeah. it, it can be power, you know, a little power hungry, like, you know, what, who do you think you are? People, um, the self-importance aspects. So I feel like along with the the light that you're bringing in, there is maybe a fear of like facing some of that and just mm -hmm. know that you have the, the ability to see through it for what it is. And basically it is learning the difference between the ego and spirit and what is is, what is flow and what is not I, I look at anything that is egoic as a little bit of a cosmic clog you know we yeah. can't help ourselves it's our survival mode and whatnot yeah but, but we're really not in flow if we're in that so when you meet people that are in that space and criticizing you it's they're just they just don't know any better and so yeah. the more you can detach from that and sort of also let go of um 
expectations of, of what's to come and what's the outcome. That's okay. where your personal power comes from. When you take that deep breath and you let go and you work on um, calming the mind, uh, your truth is, is coming out. The whole messaging of your business is coming out. It's just about a lot of changes happening as well. So let the changes inform things. I like that you mentioned end of summer or something that you wanted mm -hmm. to maybe go full timer or go bigger yeah. with it. And you will, you will know at that point, but just kind of let the chips fall and trust that when you, when it's time for you to know, you will know. <laughs> oh, that is oh, just gorgeous. Thank you so much. You're so That welcome. is fantastic. Wow. <laughs> oh, very good. Well, I'm so glad to help all the time. So, so very good. So what's, what's up next as far as your spiritual development? You mentioned you're doing a course, you're yeah. learning manifestation. So is that something that you're, you're going to incorporate your intuitive development into as well? Yes. 100%. I'm very excited. I've been on this journey now about two months of this course so far, and I've got about three to go. And the next phase is all about squashing those limiting beliefs and kind of shifting that to form my new identity, which uh, that what you said again about being unapologetic, that's going to be a big part of that. So uh, yeah, no stopping me now. I've got my crystals, I've got my sage, I'm ready to go. I love it. And you've got all the structure to, to make it all work. That's the thing, guys. Balance between the masculine and feminine. Once we have that structure, it's about not taking that too seriously, letting that be the tool that then, you know, supports that feminine not knowing in that, that direction. So yeah, I love that. You're a wonderful example of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks again for being here. I've loved it. And thank you so much for your insights. That's blown me away. Oh, wonderful. You're so welcome. And where can people find out more about your consultancy if they'd like to know more about you? Brilliant. So yeah, we're on Instagram. So it's at Sophie T. Morris or um, our website, which is stmconsultancy.co. Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Check Sophie out when you can and we'll catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.